Welcome to this episode of Sunday Reprise, where we bring the church to you and deliver nothing but the truth. Brought to you by Maranatha Family Church International Ministries in Davao City, Philippines. We hope this message will bless you. Let's go. We'd like to remind everyone why we teach on loyalty. We teach loyalty to encourage and remind believers to remain true and loyal to the one and only living God. Amen. Okay? And also to be loyal to the brethren yes. at all times. That's very important. So we're Especially to the household of faith. Yes. In all circumstances. So we're actually preparing the church to be to be strong, to be, you know, better and uh, to have a noble character. Now, the every from uh, part one all the way to part five, which is today, you know, uh, we are uh, building up, you know, uh, the on our foundation concerning loyalty. So also, uh, we want to bring awareness and caution God's people about the consequences of disloyalty, okay, uh, when we become disloyal to God. And uh, if you miss uh, our previous uh, um, broadcast, okay, uh, we encourage you to, you know, watch it. Yes. <laughs> watch it. Because today we're going to start with number 11, mm. okay? <laughs> Definition number 11 for loyalty in the Bible. You see, uh, if you missed it, you missed a lot already, okay? So we are trying to read some stories, you know, that demonstrated uh, biblical loyalty. And so God's people can learn. So we can learn from it, okay? And grow spiritually and mature. And uh, so today, um, let me see. We are now on definition number 11, okay? Now, this is about God's love. Okay, this is about God's love. Of course, we're going to relate. You know, to, we will we'll try to connect this to, to us. Okay, how are we going to apply this? So number 11, okay, loyalty is absolutely relational. Okay, let me say that again. Loyalty is absolutely, okay, entirely uh, uh, relational. It's all about relationships. Okay, and to keep the relationship going, both parties, okay, must remain remain loyal to each other. So if you think of loyalty, it's relational. Yes. Okay, uh, it's not loyalty if it's not, but it has nothing to do with relationship. So loyalty is absolutely relational. You know what? It also applies to our pets. Like we uh, mm -hmm. have uh, pets, uh, we have dogs, uh, in which uh, we find them very loyal. Usually, the mm. dogs are very loyal to their amo, yes, their yes. Uh, owner. Yeah, it reminded me of the movie Hachi, Hachiko. <laughs> the what kind of dog? Uh, what, what Akita. Akita. Okay, if you know the movie, the yeah. American version of the movie, who authored that movie? Um, I forgot. Gear, Richard Gear. Is that Richard Gear? It's the the actor. The actor. Okay. Okay. Anyway, so let's go back. The essence of loyalty is founded in love. 
And God is the initiator of all covenants. That's right. Okay? So, in a covenant, there, is, there are God's promises and stipulations or the conditions, okay, that is connected, attached to the promise, okay? And these stipulations or these conditions, conditions. conditions are to be followed so that the recipient of the blessing may continue to enjoy the blessing. The benefits. The right. benefits, okay? That's why loyalty is important is important to keep the relationship going from generation to generation, okay? Mm. In other words, both parties are bound to do their part and remain loyal to each, each other. other. So again, because uh, loyalty is, uh, is, has something, is all about, it's all about relationship, okay? That's why it's absolutely relational. Now, I want to read, we want to read to you Deuteronomy 6, Okay, from verse 4, just uh, to give you an example, okay? Th there's a lot of examples in the Old Testament. I tell you, I teach Old Testament survey in Bible school. And so we discuss, you know, the covenants that God has established with His people, okay? And that is why this is not the only scripture or reference that you can find in the Old Testament. But we want to read this because this is the most common and the most recited scripture even in Israel, okay, especially on Shabbat, okay? And uh, Deuteronomy chapter 6, uh, the Shema of Israel, okay, uh, verse 4. Verse 4, I'm going to read in uh, ESV. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Mm -hmm. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. And these words that I command you today shall be on your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children and shall talk of them when you sit in your house mm -hmm. and when you walk along the road, by the way, mm -hmm. and when you lie down and when you rise. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. Mm -hmm. You shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. Wow. So you see the, uh, the, the part man's part of loyalty that this this these are the things you know, that they should do as a covenant partner mm -hmm. with God okay so they are to what number 1 most of all they are to love, love God okay to love the lord your god with all your heart mind soul that's their responsibility okay that is the condition and uh, that comes with a promise uh, and that that relationship okay uh, the the commandments of God, okay, must be impressed, must be passed down, must be taught to their children. And okay. to the children's children. Amen. So, you see the responsibility, th that is not uh, something that is uh, so hard to do, but you need uh, consistency <laughs> in order for you to, you know, keep going with the relationship. Because uh, of the condition or the stipulations uh, concerning the, uh, the covenant, okay? Now, but what is the blessing? What is the blessing? Why did God tell them that, hey, I want to remind you, hear, O Israel, Shema, O Israel, okay? Uh, 
Adonai Eloheinu, Adonai Ikad. Okay, Hero Israel, the Lord your God is one, or Ikad. And it says in verse 5, Love the Lord your God. So why did God remind them? Because of course, this covenant that he made with who? Verse 10, can we read that? Um, and when the Lord your God brings you into the land that he swore to your fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. See that? Wait, wait, cut. So, when the Lord your God brings you into the land he swore. You see, God made an oath to Abraham, to Isaac, and Jacob. You see, God is the initiator. He initiates all the covenants in the mm. Old Testament. So, as you can see, uh, when God does that, you know, He makes covenant with His people, there's always a blessing. When His people, okay, uh, uh, does the, the, um, the commands, okay, the conditions that are attached to the covenant. covenant. Amen. So, He said that uh, when God brings you into the land, He swore... To, his, to, your to your fathers, which is Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. You remember this time? This is the generation, the age of the fathers. Okay? Uh, age of the fathers, and then uh, after the age of the fathers, sons. age of the sons, and today we are in the age church. of the church, or age of the Holy Spirit. It's the same, okay? And then we have 219 years to close up the last, uh, the 2,000 year uh, duration. Anyway, uh, okay. A land brings you into the land that he swore to your fathers, to Abraham, to mm -hmm. Isaac, and to Jacob, to give you with great, uh, with great and good cities that you did not build, mm -hmm. and houses full of all good things that mm -hmm. you did not fill, mm -hmm. and cisterns that you did not dig, mm -hmm. and vineyards and olive trees that you did not you did not plant, yes. and when you eat and are full and are satisfied verse 12 then take care lest you forget the Lord who brought you out of the land of Egypt out of the house of slavery amen so you see uh, the, there is this uh, God gives them a blessing mm -hmm. uh, provided that they are also faithful in fulfilling their role or their part of the covenant okay so uh Deuteronomy 7 verse 9. Uh, do you have it there? Did, did no. John, can you send uh, mom uh, the, the scriptures? Uh, okay, seven let me read that. Okay, verse 7 five. verse 9. 9, okay. Uh, know therefore that the Lord your God is God, the faithful God who mm. keeps covenant and steadfast love mm. with those who love Him and keep His commandments to a thousand generations. Yes, so... Uh, do, uh, who steadfast love that part? Can you read that again? Who keeps his covenant? Who keeps covenant and steadfast love? And steadfast love. So he keeps his covenant and steadfast love. That is why we call God's love his a uh, loyal love, steadfast love. Okay, it's loyal love. Okay, uh, in Common English Bible it says no. Now, then, that the Lord your God is the only true God. He is the faithful God, the same, mm -hmm. who keeps the covenant and proves loyal to everyone. He proves himself loyal to everyone who loves him and keeps his commands even to the thousand generation. You see, it goes down the line. 
So curses can uh, be up to the third, third and the fourth, fourth generation, generation, but the blessings of God, okay, to a thousand generation. Okay. Another uh, version, Deuteronomy 7 verse 9, the Message Bible, it says, Know this, God, your God, is God indeed, a God you can depend upon. He keeps His covenant of loyal love. So there it is, the word loyal love, with those who love Him and observe His commandments for a thousand generations. So God is a God of love, and God is a loyal God. Amen? Amen. And that leads us to the next point, point number 12. Okay, this is uh, definition number 12. Uh, do you have it? No? Okay. Um, you want to read it? Oh, I, I'll read it anyway. I'll read it for them. All right. Uh, God's love cultivates loyalty. Therefore, God is loyal and His love endures forever. Let me read that again. It's, it's simple, but it's not that easy to understand, okay? God's love cultivates loyalty. What do we mean by that? Meaning to say, the love of God produces. Mm -hmm. You know, it produces loyalty. If you understand that kind of love, you see, you cannot separate loyalty from love. Now, we know that God is love, okay? So therefore, God is loyal because He is love. Mm -hmm. So God Himself is loyalty. <laughs> so God's love cultivates loyalty. Therefore, God is loyal. His love endures forever. That's why in Psalms chapter 136, I, did not, uh, I forgot to give this to John. Psalms 136 verses 1 to 26 Every verse from 1 to 26, the last phrase of each sentence says, His love endures, endures forever. forever. So Israel was you know, reminding everyone themselves about the goodness, the faithfulness of God, and it, they will always close the sentence with, His, His love, love endures, endures forever. forever. <laughs> Amen? So they say something and then it says, His love endures forever. So, give thanks to the Lord for He is good. His love endures for Him. That's one, Psalms 136, verse 1 to 26. All the way through. It's always His love endures forever. But uh, we want to read to you Jeremiah 31. 31, verse 3. 3. The Lord appeared to him from far away. I have loved you with an everlasting love. Therefore, I have continued my faithfulness to you. Yes. So, praise the Lord. In uh, another version, I think I like this uh, better. Uh, wait, wait. The Lord appeared to us in the past saying, I have loved you with an everlasting love. I have drawn you with unfailing kindness or with my loving, loving kindness. kindness. Can you sing that phrase for us? I have loved you. With an everlasting love, you have shown. I have shown. I, I, I have shown. I have drawn you, I think. In your loving kindness. Yes. Okay. So it's like the song singing. I mean, it's like, <laughs> it's like the Lord singing that song to us. Right? So, uh, okay. Here, there's another song, uh, Stubborn Love. 
Can you sing us the song Stubborn Love? It's your stubborn love that never lets go of me. Yes. I don't understand how you can say perfect love. Embracing the worst in me. How I long for your stubborn love. Wow. That is true. That song really you know, uh, gives the right uh, definition for God's love. It's really a stubborn love of God. You know, that, that's how much God loves us. And uh, another song, actually this song, is, uh, is it's not just a song, but it's a title. We have songs uh, in church that we sang entitled Amazing Love, right? Um, amazing Love. What's that again? How can it be that you might that you my king would die for me? Amazing love, I know it's true. Okay, next. It's my joy to honor you in all I do. I honor you. You see, uh, that's amazing love. But the amazing thing is that this week, uh, br Brother Gideon, which is our guest last Sunday, gave me the link on that uh, amazing story. Uh, mm -hmm. It's entitled Amazing, amazing love. love. Is that the only title? Uh, I think so. It's about the Hosea story. The story okay? of and, uh, it's, Hosea. It's a good movie. Uh, you can find that in uh, YouTube. YouTube. Amazing Love. Okay? Uh, amazing love. All right. So, how loyal is God to us? Now we we mentioned to you that God is loyal to us because He Himself is loyal. I mean, you know. So, the word loyalty is is uh, by default. <laughs> that's God's nature. That that comes naturally with God because He Himself is love. Amen. That's why He is loyal, right? So, um, I wanna we wanna read to you. Hosea 11, okay, because Hosea 11 is a, uh, a scripture that really, you know, when I was still in, uh, in engineering, <laughs> uh, because my, uh, one of my teachers, who is one of my mentors before, encouraged me to read the scripture, especially the New Testament. And when I came across this uh, book and chapter, I was so touched by this kind of love from God. You see, I came from a broken home, and I do not understand much of a love that comes from a higher authority. Okay, uh, it's like uh, I felt that you know God is like uh, has abandoned us, or somehow God is not there. <laughs> but then uh, when I read this, I said, "What? Even though you don't feel Him, He's there." Mm -hmm. You see, th this is that's why it has it captured my heart because. I can't feel this kind of father's love because when you feel that God is not there, then he is not there. You're all alone. That's how I felt. That's my experience. Okay? From, you know, growing up in a broken home, broken family. But then, so I, when I read this, I said, how come Israel did not, you know, they were not aware, they did not realize that God was there all along helping them and they felt they're, they're just, you know, by themselves. <laughs> so Hebrews, uh, Hebrews, I'm sorry. 
Hosea chapter 11 verse 1, okay? Listen to the love story. This is actually the conclusion of the chapter 1 to chapter 3, okay? So it's like God telling his side of the story, okay? Mm-hmm. It is God telling his side of the story. Can you read us uh, okay, 11 verses so 1 to 4? Hosea uh, chapter 11 verse 1, When Israel was a child, I loved him. And out of Egypt, I called my son. But the more they were called, the more they went away from me. See? <laughs> the more I called Aww. my son, the more he goes far from me. <laughs> What? And then? They sacrificed to the Baals, Baals and they burned incense to images. Uh-huh. It was I who taught Ephraim to, to walk, walk okay. taking them by the arms. See? But they did not realize it was I who healed them. Ooh. I led them with cords of human kindness, with ties of love. To them, I was like one who lifts a little child to the cheek. Mm-hmm. And I bent down to feed them. Now, that, that, that part really touched my heart. I remember this when I was uh, uh, in school days. No? It says, I bent down to feed them. It's like, whoa! You know, because God is great, but you know, no matter how high He is, how great He is, He can stoop down, He can bend down, He can go down to on our, our level, level to feed us. So you see, I see the humility w- with this kind of love. Okay? It's like some people, because they're rich and they're so great, they don't care much about people. Mm. Okay, they, Especially with the poor. Yes, because when the poor comes, hey, that's it. get out, get out of here. But not all, I'm not saying all the rich people are like that. But, you know, generally speaking, most of the poor people, okay, feeds the poor. <laughs> A lot of poor people, they have sympathy towards the poor. In, in fact, there were people who, who are homeless, you see, they just pick their food from the garbage, from the trashes. You know, and then when somebody comes to them and asks for food because they're hungry, they will give their food. Okay? The food that they collected from the garbages, they're, they're willing to give it to the one who asks of them. Now, who are these people? They are people who are homeless. They are poor. <laughs> I hope you understand. But this God who owns everything, who has everything, who is all-powerful, but then this God, you know, comes to aid His people. Okay? He, it says, I bent down to feed them. Amen. 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 And so, I am, I don't know about you, but this really touched my heart. You know, th- this description of God's love is so intense for me. Okay? Hosea 11. That's why when I was in college, I almost memorized the whole thing. I mean, it's, I kept on reading this again and again. And, and, and it helped me. You see, listen up, ladies and gentlemen. It helped me, you know, to, to have the right concept of God, mm-hmm. okay? To, to see God clearly, you know, to understand who He really is and what kind of love He has for us because of the scriptures. You know, the, the Bible really describes who He is. Amen? And so, um, hallelujah. Verse 2 says, the, verse. the more they, co- they were called, the more they went far from me. Mm-hmm. Okay? So, friends, 
if you're watching, you're listening out there, if you think, if you believe, if you hear God's voice calling you, calling for you, okay, do not harden your heart. <laughs> Don't run away from Him, okay? If you know that God is calling you, okay, respond properly, okay? Respond to God's love, okay? Let's, let's skip verse 5 to verse 7. Let's just jump directly to verse 8 because we see that uh, uh, Israel was also stubborn, mm -hmm. <laughs> okay? Verse 8. Verse 8. How can I give you up, Ephraim? Mm -hmm. How can I hand you over, Israel? Mm -hmm. How can I treat you like... Adma. Adma. How can I make you like Zebuim? Mm -hmm. My heart is changed within me. All my compassion is aroused. Uh -huh. I will not carry out my fierce anger, nor will I devastate Ephraim again. Mm -hmm. For I am God and not a man, the Holy One among you. I will not come against their cities. You see, besides that God is love, God is just. And He is going to serve justice. You see, God is love, okay? But God is holy. Mm -hmm. And so He cannot tolerate sin. He will not tolerate wickedness. But also because He's just, therefore He will judge sin. Okay? And so, but even though he has to do it, he can relent, he can delay, he can, you know, he does all these things. But look at what God, okay, in this particular chapter and verse, how God expressed himself to Israel. Yeah. Okay, Ephraim, Israel. Okay, he says, how can I give you up, my people? So okay. in spite of the stubbornness of uh, the Israelites, yes. still God relents. Yes. And he God said, changed yes. his position. That's right. And he says, how can I give you up? You know, how? And he says, how can I hand you over, Israel? I cannot, it's like God cannot quit mm. on us. He give. cannot surrender us. He cannot let go of us. The song again. Mm. It's your stubborn love. That never, that never go. let go that of me. I don't understand how you can stay. You see, God cannot let go of us. Amen? He says, how can I treat you like Adma? How can I make you like Zeboim? This is uh, another word for Sodom and Gomorrah. How can mm. I treat you like Sodom and how can I judge you like uh, <laughs> Sodom? Gomorrah. <laughs> All right? And so, wow. I mean, the Lord, I mean, in His justice, He could have judged them. But He yes. didn't. Okay? He did not. And so, He said, why? Because He said, my heart is changed within me. It's like something was boiling up within Him. Mm -hmm. And He says, what is it that's, that was boil, that boiled in His heart? Anger. Yes. But more than his anger, he said, all my compassion is aroused. Can you imagine that? Instead of, you know, uh, imagining the negative thing, now his, uh, his heart, he said, my heart is changed within me and all my, my compassion, compassion is aroused. aroused. Verse 9, I, I will not carry out my fierce anger. So that's the, mm. that's the result. Nor will I devastate Ephraim again. Again. And this, is, this part again really touched my heart. It says, For I am God 
and I am not man. I am God, he said, I am not man. So if you try to understand, you see, God is God. His ways are not our ways. You know, His ways are higher than ours. Amen. Okay, so it's, it's, taught, it's a different story. If, if man, you know, can, can reject us, can betray us, if we betray them, they will betray us also. If man can do that, because, you know, they will not trust us anymore. Once you betray them, they will not trust us because it's hard, because they want to avoid pain. Mm -hmm. But God is willing to go through pain again. <laughs> it doesn't matter. They said, I could have judged you, but uh, because my uh, compassion is steered within me, I will not judge you. Because he said, I am God and I am not man like you. <laughs> it's, just, yeah. it's like that, okay? I am, for I am God and I'm not man, the holy one among you, I will not come against their cities. So I noticed uh, at, um, in the Old Testament, mm -hmm. it's always a cycle. <laughs> That's right. Uh, God is a loving father to the Jewish nation. Uh -huh. And then when they get uh, somehow... Uh, if they sin... If they have... Uh, some kind of a diversion, like if they worship other gods, yes. and uh, and then God will be somehow the anger. Uh, yeah, they provoke God to yes, anger. Provoke, provoke God to anger, and so they then, sin. Uh, then they and God will give up on them. Yes, they, they will just uh, be conquered by their enemies. Uh -huh. And then later, when they they they, they repent. repented, and then. Uh, God will bless them again, uh -huh. and then they will flourish, That's they right. will conquer um, That's right. lands. <laughs> so it's a cycle over and over. Yes. That's the sin cycle in the <laughs> Old Testament. Okay, so The stubbornness rather. Uh -huh. So when, when people forget about God, when they start to forget God, and they indulge to sin again, and then God will send a prophet to rewarn them, to remind them, to re cause them to repent. And if they don't repent, then they will, you know, fall in the hands of their enemies and then they will take heed to the message of the prophet and they'll repent and then once again, they will, you know, God will restore them. Mm. <laughs> okay? So it's a cycle. So anyway, uh, so, you know, to cut, to make the long story short, God is totally committed to us. That's right. That is God's love. He is loyal. Amen. 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 And his love is stubborn. <laughs> you just can't push him away. He keeps on coming back to you. Even though if we are <laughs> stubborn. Yes. But his stubborn love is there. Uh -huh. It's uh -huh. always there. Uh -huh. So let's read Romans chapter 8. Let's, let's see what you know, the Apostle Paul has to say concerning this love of God. Okay? Hey. Romans 8 verse 35 to 39. Still there? Okay. Romans 8, verse 35 to 39. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? As it is written, for your sake we face death all day long. Mm -hmm. We are considered as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things yes. we are more than conquerors. Through him who loved, us. who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present 
nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. So what do you think? What kind of love is this? <laughs> Again, this, we, we, we end up Amazing. with the song, Amazing Love. Stubborn, Stubborn love. love. <laughs> what else? The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. There, there's another song from Hosanna Integrity that I also like. You remember that? It's an old song. Uh, it's like uh, his love. Uh, Even though I strayed away, your love will find me. What's that song? Great. Um, think about his love. Ah, yes. Think about his love. Amen. Can we sing that song? <laughs> Think about His love. Think about His goodness. Think about His grace that brought us through. For as high as the heavens above, so great is the measure of our Father's love. Great is the measure of our Father's love. Second stanza. Even when I've strayed away, His love has sought me out and found me. He satisfies, He satisfies, He satisfies my desire. Great is the measure of our Father's love. Remember that part. He satisfies, He satisfies. Great is the measure of our Father's love. You know, Amen. even if we strayed away. The Amen. song is very clear. If you study the story of Hosea and Gomer, which we will read later, okay, uh, you see, no matter how hurt God was or God is, still, still, <laughs> He will, you know, uh, share um, the message of hope and restoration. Mm -hmm. Whoa, what a wonderful God we, 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 we serve. serve. And, and Gomer enjoyed the blessings of God at the latter part. Okay? Later, we'll read that. We will read, read that later. Okay. Anyway, just hold on. Hold, hold <laughs> okay. on to your seats. Stay put, guys. Anyway, uh, okay, let's uh, proceed to the next scripture. We have 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 13. If we are faithless, mm -hmm. he remains faithful, mm -hmm. for he cannot disown himself. Amen. Amen. He cannot disown himself, or he cannot deny himself. Mm -hmm. Okay? In, in, in other uh, versions, it says it, he cannot deny himself. Meaning to say, he cannot be untrue to himself. Because he is faithful, he cannot be unfaithful. I mean, he cannot break his word. Mm -hmm. He is bound to his word. Okay? What he said he will do. Yeah. Amen. Right. Amen. So amazing. Why why can't we not, you know, serve this kind of God who is true to us? 
I don't want to serve a God who is not loyal to me. Mm-hmm. Because the other gods, especially the enemy of God, <laughs> is not nice to us. That's right. The Bible says the Lord Yeshua or the Lord Jesus Christ uh, describes the devil, Satan, as the thief. The thief. 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 Okay? Kawatan. <laughs> the thief cometh but to kill, steal, and destroy. So if you are on, on the devil's side, okay, don't be, don't stay there. Get out of there. Run for your life. Yes. Okay, because the devil is out there to destroy you. Okay, do not side with the devil. He hates you, my friend. Mm. The devil hates you. But listen, God loves you. Jesus said, but I have come to give them life and to and give it to them abundantly. It abundantly. Wow. So who will you serve? Who should we serve? Mm-hmm. There's no one like him. The God of Israel. I'm talking about the God of Israel. Because the Bible says the God of the nations. Okay? Are against the, the one and true and living God. The holy God. The holy one of Israel. I want you to know. Especially during those days in the past. In the Old Testament. Okay? Uh... The God of the nations were idols. And God is so jealous with that. Mm-hmm. You know, wh- why, I, why, why are you jealous with idols, Lord? You know, it's like this. Um, it's like this. Uh, can I borrow your watch? That watch, yes. Okay, no. All right. And then after using the watch, I will return the watch. Okay. And say, uh, thank you, books, for lending me the watch. Thank you, books, for lending me the watch. Is that good for you? How, how do you feel? You, I, you, I borrowed your watch. There will be no <laughs> next time. No next time. You see the point, guys? When God blesses us, He gives us life. He, give, you know, he causes our heart to beat and we're alive. But you know what? We don't thank Him. Instead, we thank idols. We thank images. And that offends God. That's why God says, I am a jealous God. And that's why... Um, you, you, wait, God, like, wait. You're exchanging Him, the, 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 more, the immortal, the living God, to a non-living thing. Mm. <laughs> Can you imagine that? How stupid, how foolish, and how insulting is that? It insults God that you, you know, you, you parallel Him. You, it's like... Uh, Compare. It's like uh, he is being compared to a non-living thing. The living God the versus cre- the cre- non-living thing. <laughs> the creator versus the created. Yeah. <laughs> or the creation. Yeah, that is why God is a jealous God. He hates idols, my friend. You read the New Testament. The, the, uh, where is that in the Old Testament? I think in Timothy or in Titus, somewhere there in the Ephes- Ephesus, where the, the, the apostle wrote, uh, stay away. Avoid idols. Okay? Avoid idols. Pagan worship. Avoid them. Okay? So you can read that. Read the scriptures. You will find it yourself that the God of this world is against us. He kills, steals. He, he will kill you, steal from you, and destroy you. Hmm. But if you serve the Lord Jesus Christ, if you serve the God of Israel, guess what? You will be blessed abundantly. And, and uh, in the Old Testament, it has been laid down in Exodus that 
uh, you shall not bow down uh, to to other gods or make any uh, uh, images. Yes. Yes. In Leviticus, it says, do not set up an image. So even if you don't bow down, the mm. Bible says, do not set up. I think that's Leviticus chapter 26, verse 1. Okay, Leviticus chapter 26, verse 1. The, the Lord God said, do not set up. When you say do not set up, do not put in place an image of anything. Do you understand that? That's very simple. Okay, do not set up an image of, you know. Not necessarily, you say, oh, I'm not, I don't bow down uh, before the idols. Those are, you know, I don't do that. Mm. But you set it up, right? That's still a violation for the Lord because you set up an image. Leviticus chapter 26 verse 1. Read that for yourself. Leviticus 26 verse 1. Because one day we're going to be judged by God. We're going to stand before Him to the great, before the great judge and give an account. And your life, our lives will be reviewed and everything will be revealed in time. I hope, okay, you're no longer excused because you heard me Leviticus chapter 26, verse 1, it says, do not set up an image. All right? <laughs> okay. So let's continue. So I like it when, when the revelations, insights just flow naturally, in a conversational type of preaching. Uh, uh, because, you know, the Spirit can you know, remind us of scriptures that mm -hmm. people need to hear. Okay, amen? Amen. So, we, we gave you point 11. Loyalty is absolutely relational. Okay, and then point number 12, God's love cultivates loyalty. Alright? Amen. amen. Oh, but we did not, we did not continue to read the whole thing. Okay, let me read that. Uh, God's love, uh, point number 12. God's love cultivates loyalty. Therefore, God is loyal. His love endures forever. We know that the most important element in loyalty is love. I mentioned that last week. And by default, God is love. Therefore, He is naturally loyal. Loyal to us. But He is holy, so He cannot tolerate sin. And He is just, so He will judge sin. And serve justice. Again, God's love cultivates loyalty. So as we draw closer to... Now, this is this insight, I, I, I got this from uh, Gideon. But actually, it's also in the Bible. So now we're um, including it in this... Uh, in point number 12. As we draw closer to God, the more we become loving and loyal like Him. Mm. Because you will be aware of... What kind of love God has? Okay, what the, what uh, I mean that God's what God's love can bring us. Okay, it brings forth loyalty. Okay, it uh, it influences us to become loyal. So the closer you get to God, the, the more you draw yourself to, the more you know God, you will become loyal like Him. Yeah, I think. Love begets love. Yeah. Loyalty begets loyalty. I think that's the right word. So you, we, we people, human as we are, if we feel that we are loved, uh, it's uh, very natural for us to reciprocate. Yes, reciprocate. I like the word. <laughs> Amen. 
Amen. Amen. Thank you, Sitar, for that new revelation. Actually, this is why I like this. No, it's like discovery. You know, it's a, a way of. Uh, it's like uh, with our discovery class, you know, where we read scriptures and then all of a sudden, you know, revelations just pop up. And, yes. Uh, all right. So we go to uh, definition number 13. Wow. This is intense, people. This is intense. Rev uh, uh, de definition number 13. Would you like to read that? The person of loyal love will keep his or her promise of love. It's a marriage covenant, no matter how hard the situation may be. In the book of Hosea, the Lord had Hosea marry a, pro marry a prostitute named Gomer, who kept wandering, wandering in the arms of many lovers. She was unfaithful. God turned Hosea's life and marriage into a living parable for the people of God to see and witness. While Hosea experienced firsthand God's pain through Gomer's act of adultery or disloyalty, thus Hosea understood with his heart how Israel's unfaithfulness grieves the heart of God. Go on. Okay. <laughs> so, I'm going to read Hosea. I don't uh, know. Anything you'd oh, like okay. to add to that or explain the... Point number 13, before we, we read uh, Hosea, uh, the story of Hosea. That's the summary, yes, by the way. Yes, it says, the, the, the person of uh, a person of loyal love will keep or, uh, his or her promise of love, such as in the marriage covenant, that no matter how hard the situation may be, um, they remain loyal to the covenant. To the, yes. If... Um, yeah, in the during a, a wedding ceremony, yes, there are uh, uh, vows yes. that are spoken. So the couple, yes, the, the couple, groom and the bride yes. will say their, their vows. vows. In in fact, uh, personalized vows, mm -hmm. okay, to each other. To each other. So this is what we meant by this. Okay, it, there is a marriage covenant. So how is this related to God? Remember, we told you even from the first part of the series. God is the initiator of covenants. Mm -hmm. Amen? He is the initiator of covenants. And when He initiates that, he, it's like a marriage covenant. So God remains true to us, but we are not that faithful to Him. Mm -hmm. And that is why uh, here in this story, the life of Hosea, the marriage life of Hosea with Gomer is actually like a movie. It's the real time drama during that time so to demonstrate so people can see and and you know oh gomer is with her, his her lover again mm. and so they would watch hosea maybe cry and in pain and so lonely because gomer did not return home <laughs> but instead he slept with other lovers and another lover so you know during those days they don't have internet but the gossip and you know is alive <laughs> i believe it's faster than the internet i think uh -huh. maybe faster than 5g <laughs> so so the news spread about what the, the activities yes gomer's unfaithfulness and then Hosea's pain, the whole time that uh, Gomer was committing this adultery, even those times when uh, they were st they're still together, okay? 
as Gomer um, gave birth to their three children, I think it's three, right? Three children. Uh, the whole time, she was committing adultery, right? And so, the thing, my friend, is that God allowed this, because the question is this, the question is that, why did God allow this to his prophet? You know, why would God allow his prophet to go through such a uh, uh, pain? pain? Okay. And is God just? Is God loving? Is it loving in the, uh, for, for God to, to set up his prophet to be, you know, to be hurt mm -hmm. with his life? But actually, friends, it is for the benefit of the people that the people may observe and see how it will devastate mm -hmm. one's life, one's marriage, one's relationship, and how God, how God, <laughs> sorry, sorry for that, <laughs> the rise and fall. <laughs> I'm so excited, okay? And for these people to see the conclusion, okay? How God will conclude this kind of broken relationship. I mean, it's it's not you know it's hard to reconcile. It's hard to restore such a relationship. You cannot restore this relationship already, especially nowadays. Especially mm -hmm. nowadays, okay? It's normal to to divorce, to separate. It's easy, no? I, I mean, during even during the time of Moses, they call it easy divorce. If you don't like your wife, you just write him a letter of divorce, and then that that's it, okay? Maybe she forgot to. Uh, you know, magtimpla ng coffee or what? Hey, you forgot my coffee. Uh, I write letter of divorce. Get out of here. It's like easy divorce. And, and Jesus said, you know, the Lord allowed that because your hearts were hard. The you know, the hearts. Your hearts were hardened. hard. That's that's mm. what the, the, Jesus said to them. But in the beginning, Jesus said that was not the standard of His Father. Okay, so you must understand, friends, that there is a difference between God and man. God's love, God's loyalty versus man's love and man's loyalty. That's why God said in Hosea 11, For I am God and not man. Mm. It's different. If you think it is impossible for us, everything is possible with God. Amen. Because God can tolerate such pain. God can, you know, God is different. Okay, so anyway. Uh, uh, well, it's, yes, it's. In, at the expense of Hosea's life. <laughs> but I'm sure people understood the love of God by just watching the life story of Hosea and Gomer. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. And so, uh, well, uh, where are we? Let's read uh, Hosea 11. I don't know, sorry. One. 1 verses 1 to 11. Okay, Hosea chapter 1, verse, verses 1 to 11. The word of the Lord that came to Hosea, son of Biri, Biri, during the reigns of Uzziah, Jotham, Ahaz, and Hezekiah, kings of Judah, and during the reign of Jeroboam, son of Jehoash, king of Israel. Uh -huh. When the Lord began to speak through Hosea, the Lord said to him, Go marry a promiscuous woman and have children with her. For like an adulterous wife, 
this land is guilty of unfaithfulness to the Lord. Okay, like, like, like an adulterous wife. Yes, the land is guilty. So you see, the reason why God told him to marry a promiscuous woman. Okay, what is a promiscuous? Promiscuous is characterized by having many multiple partners. or multiple partners or transient sexual relationships. So uh, that's it, no? I mean, they, they can have different partners um, all at the same time. Okay. So um, Gomer here is likened to a prostitute. Uh -huh. he, uh, I think she, she really is. But uh, the thing is, this is the reason why God told uh, Hosea. Hosea to marry one. Okay, so verse 3. Verse 3. So he married Gomer, daughter of Diblaim, uh, yes. and yes. she conceived and, and bore, bore him, him a son. Okay. Then the Lord said to Hosea, Call him Jezreel, because I will soon punish the house of Jehu for the massacre at Jezreel. And I will put an end to the kingdom of Israel. Okay, so this is this has happened in the Old Testament. You know the massacre. I will not talk about it. That's uh, another story. But uh, okay, verse five. In that day, I will break Israel's bow, in the bow. bow sorry, bow in the valley of Jezreel. Mm. Gomer conceived again and gave birth to a daughter. Then the Lord said to Hosea, "Call her law." Ruhama, which means not, not love. love. Oh man! For I will not, I will no longer show love to Israel, that I should at all forgive them. So it's like uh, the God was like saying, "Oh, because of what you have done, I'm, I cannot love you anymore." Uh, you know, it's hard because it was really difficult to forgive them. Verse seven. So if you have a daughter uh, or a baby. Don't, Don't name <laughs> such. Okay. Verse 7. Okay, verse 7. Yet. Yet ah. I will show love to Judah uh -huh. and I will save them. Uh -huh. Not by bow, sword, or battle, or by horses and horsemen, but I, the Lord their God, will save them. So God will always, what? Bring restoration in the end. Okay? Okay. Verse 8. After she had weaned Lo Ruhama, Gomer had another son. Okay. Then the Lord said, Call him Lo Ami, which means not my people. Uh -oh. For you are not my people, and I am not your God. So it's like uh, at this level, God was like disowning them. You know, mm -hmm. I'm not your God. You're okay. not my people. All right, verse 10. Verse 10. Yet the Israelites will be like the sand on the seashore which cannot be measured or counted. In the place where it was said to them, you are not my people, they will be called children of the living God. See? <laughs> See how God will uh, still, you know, he still have these restorative plans, okay? A plan of redemption. Verse 11. The people of Judah and the people of Israel will come together. They will appoint one leader, leader, and will come up out of the land, for great will be the day of Jezreel. Wow. This is an amazing uh, book in the Bible. In fact, you will see the promise of God. It's summarized in, there, there is this chapter in Hosea that says, uh, two days, and 
uh, I forgot, two days, blah, 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 and on the third day, He will restore us. Um, okay, and, and some connected that to, to the day of rapture, to the day of, you know, the but resurrection. It, yeah, but if you try to understand the, the day, the thousands, it's like uh, the ages, you know, the ages of the fathers, ages of the sons, and then on the last, the third day. So anyway, that's not my topic now. Let's just focus on, on God's uh, loyalty here. Uh, where were we? Uh, verse going to verse 11. Okay, so uh, that's the story. Okay, uh, let's continue with chapter 2, verses 1 to 5. Let's look at uh, Gomer's unfaithfulness. Okay, Gomer's unfaithfulness. Okay. Hosea chapter 2 verses 1 to 5. Say of your brothers, my people, and of your sisters, my loved one. Rebuke your mother, rebuke her, for she is not my wife, Mm. and I am not her husband. Let her remove the adulterous look from her face and and the unfaithfulness from between her breasts. Otherwise, I will strip her naked and make her as bare as on the day she was born. I will make her like a desert, turn her into a parched land, and slay her with thirst. I will not show my love to her children, because they are the children of adultery. Uh Their mother has been unfaithful and has conceived them in disgrace. Mm. She said, I will go after my lovers, who give me my food and my water, my wool and my linen, my olive oil and my drink. So... If you try to understand, um, this is God, you know, comparing uh, uh, what Israel has done, okay, comparing Israel and uh, Gomer, okay, Gomer, uh, and says, rebuke your mother, rebuke her, for she is not my wife. She's not. So, actually, God is still trying to reach out and, you know, trying to tell Israel to repent. And so he said, let her remove the adulterous look from her face and the unfaithfulness from between her breasts. Verse 3, otherwise, you see the word otherwise? Otherwise, I will strip her naked. Okay, so at this point, you know, the judgment has not come yet. Okay, because God is giving uh, Gomer or no, no, giving Israel the time to repent. But just like Gomer, Israel did, did, did not repent. And so this stripping thing will happen. Okay? So the time where God says, you are not my people, I am not your God, I, 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 um, I will not love, where is that? Uh, verse 4, I will not show my love to her children because they are children of adultery. So you see, those promises, uh, those uh, prophecy, that even, you know, there were, so that, Hosea and the people will not forget. Imagine this, at the expense of their children. Mm-hmm. So Israel can know that this is the plan of God. Mm-hmm. That God is going to do this and then he's not going to, uh, you know, uh, no longer his people, he's not going to love them anymore. And those punishments, okay, were in the names of the children, so people will not forget. Can you imagine how God will teach, you know, He can use anything to teach people. Amen? And, 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 and here, here's the point. Uh, so God warned them in love. 
that they might repent. But there was no repentance. So let's read the verse 6 to 13. This is the stripping away. Okay, now this is the result. Uh, verse, chapter 2, verse 6. Therefore, I will block her path from thorn bushes. bushes. I will wall her in so that she cannot find her way. You see, uh, in Tagalog, nagkabulul-bulul ang buhay ni, ni Gomer. What, what's that in English? How do you, I mean, it's like uh, a mess and like, uh, yes, her life was a mess and she doesn't know where to go. Scattered. Okay, Scattered brains. <laughs> okay. Um, she cannot find her way. Verse 7, she will chase after her lovers. Okay, now she is the one pursuing her lovers but not catch them. I mean, you say at this time, all her lover, lovers will avoid her. Mm-hmm. That happens even today. Okay. Um, okay. Um, it's not going to be. That's why they said there is no forever. Walang forever now. So where are we? Uh, she will chase after her lovers but not catch them. She will look for them but not find them. Then she will say, I will go back to my husband at us at first, for then I, be, I was better off than now. She has not acknowledged that I was the one who gave her the grain, the new wine and oil, who lavished on her the silver and gold, because God is the source of all of these things, not Baal, right? So uh, Gomer did not recognize who God is, okay? Verse 9, Therefore, I will take away my grain when it ripens and my new wine when it's ready. Okay, God is going to take it away from her. I will take back my wool and my linen intended to cover her naked body. So now I will expose her lewdness before the eyes of her lovers. Okay, no one will take her out of my hands. Okay, no one can save her. Mm -hmm. So meaning to say he's going to be poor. She looks social, okay, before. She looks very rich. It's like a rich woman, a donya. <laughs> but there come a time when the Lord is going to strip all of these things away from her and no one is able to save her when God does this thing. I will stop all her celebrations. So this time there will be no celebrations. Her year, yearly festivals, her new moons, her etc., etc., Everything will be stopped. Verse 12, I will ruin her vines and her fig trees. You see? Even the farm, uh, you know, that Gomer was depending on, will be ruined. God said, I will ruin her vines and her fig trees, which she said were her pay from her lovers. <laughs> this may be a gift, a property from the lovers. Mm-hmm. See, he, she, she say, what do you call that? There's somebody who... Who looks for rich people? Uh, what? Somebody who? Uh, gold digger. Gold digger. <laughs> yeah. Today the word is gold digging, right? You look for rich guys so that your life will be. You think your life will be better, but if that if that is not God's will, your life will be a mess, my friend. Mm. So don't listen to the lies of the devil. Don't listen to the ideas of the world. Because God's will is perfect for you. Okay? Um, it's, uh, God says, I will make them a thicket 
and wild animals will devour them at the farm. Okay. Uh, verse 13, I will punish her for the day she burned incense to the Baals. This is the main thing that God, that God hates, the, the, the idol worship. She decked herself with rings and jewelry and went after her lovers. But me, God said, but me, she forgot, declares mm -hmm. the Lord. So you see, uh, the movie that we watch is really true. <laughs> That's her story. Um, she is a materialistic woman. <laughs> she loves the things of this world. And um, she's not uh, focused on God, okay? She's not there to really love God. There is no room for God in her heart, okay? So what we can see about Gomer is that Gomer is selfish. You know, all she thinks about is herself, what she wants, what she likes, she wants the, 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 the gold, the the jewelries, yeah, the riches of this world. She likes the world. Okay? That's her God. You cannot serve two masters. And so she serves the God of this world. Okay? She serves he, herself. Mm -hmm. Okay? Her God is herself. All right? Um, she pleases herself. And she forgot the real one, the source. The, I mean, the God of Israel. And that is why it was a trap for her to fall on wrong people, wrong relationships. Mm -hmm. What do you think? And so God stripped away all the good, good things. Mm -hmm. Even her lovers. So can you imagine, you know, her lovers doesn't like her anymore. And I believe at this time she, she's old. And she, she don't look pretty anymore. She ends up... Um yeah. Poor, um, Laos. Uh, yes. Las <laughs> Yes, but remember she had four, four children, <laughs> and then uh, over the years she uh, uh, what is gained or uh, garnered a lot of you know properties, riches, and whatever. Okay, uh, because uh, of her many lovers, she's a gold digger, like right. So. <laughs> But there came a point where God has to strip them away, not just to because God will destroy her. No, 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 no. God is going to strip away all the blessings, the good things, so that you will no longer depend on them and that you, will, you have no choice but to call on Him again. She ends up with nothing. She ends up with nothing and she... Uh, she was sold. Now, during their, uh, the culture during those days when, you know, you belong to someone, she's like one of the commodity. Or like a slave. Yes. And then uh, she was sold like a slave, not, not as a beautiful, uh, what you call it. Anyway. And then that is why uh, when God said this, that she will do, that's why uh, in the end, Hosea was able to buy her back. Why? Because you cannot buy a person, you cannot buy a slave unless the slave, that person is being sold in market. You have to understand, when you interpret scriptures, you have to go back to the culture in those days, okay? You need to understand uh, that part, okay? To, to help interpret uh, scriptures. Now, le which leads us to point number 14. Okay, this is the last point for today. 
next Sunday, we're going to continue with more points on loyalty. Can you imagine? We are now uh, defined, giving a definition for loyalty. Point number 14, again, going back to the story of God in Israel. And this is about uh, Hosea and Gomer. Hosea and Gomer and God in Israel. That's the story that uh, we are tackling today. Number 14, can you read that one? To forgive someone's disloyalty is the hardest thing to do. And the act of betrayal by someone close to you is the most painful of all disloyalties. What do you think, Ate Pauline? Oh, oh. <laughs> want to join us here? <laughs> no. <laughs> you know what? It's not only some people, you know, this does not happen to some people only. This can happen to you who are watching us right now. You have to understand that the, the word betrayal, betrayed, you know, uh, is happening all over the world. And, and really, this part is the hardest part. Remember, the names of the children. But then, though God says, you're not my people, though God will disown you, but in the end, God says, but I will bring them back. Mm -hmm. I will restore them. I will bless them. I said, what? I will save them. You know, this is, this is God. You know, because of his pain, he might, you know, feel sorry and, and, and for a time in his righteousness, in his uh, justice, he will allow you to, to, you know, suffer the consequences of your choices. Yeah, but, but for the moment. For a moment. But then, after that, when you, once you learn the lesson, remember this, <laughs> he wants you to learn the lesson. Once you learn the lesson and you repent and then you turn to God again, you know what? He will restore you. The same story that yeah. applies to them in the past and it applies to us today and to you who are watching us right now. Okay? So there is hope, my friend. If you think, you know, you're all alone, God left you, God abandoned you, that is not true. If you read the Bible, God will never abandon these people. Never. He's there all along. He's there all along, watching and waiting patiently for you to repent. He's waiting, friend. He is waiting for you to straighten up your life to change, for you to change, for you to get on the right track. You know, as Kuya Eric always says, get right with God and move on. <laughs> Go and see no more. It's something like that. So here we see uh, uh, to forgive. Okay, let's read that again. It's very important. Point number 14. To forgive someone's disloyalty is the hardest thing to do. It's very hard. It's very hard. When you know someone has betrayed you, is it easy to forgive or is it difficult to forgive? It, it is difficult mm -hmm. to forgive. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Let's read this one. Trust and forgiveness is different. They're not the same, okay? Even if it is difficult to forgive, but we can surely forgive our offenders by faith. Mm -hmm. But not necessarily place our trust in them again, abruptly. Okay, right there and then. No, no. Not necessarily place our trust in them again after forgiving them. Hmm. A quote from an unknown author said, 
trust takes years to build, seconds to break, and forever to repair. <laughs> true, true. But in case, in the case of Hosea and Gomer, God granted Hosea the grace, the, the God kind of love, which is called agape love. What is agape again? Uh, it means unconditional love. Okay, to reconcile Gomer back to himself. Mm. This is amazing. Okay, this is amazing. Amazing love. The song is correct. Amazing love. So, you see, no matter how God uh, judges or, or, or allows, permits His people to go through the consequence of their doings, of their choices, still, still, God will restore you. God is there for you. Amen? Amen. Let's read Hosea chapter 2, verses 14 to 20. This is a message of hope and restoration. Okay, so verse 14. Mm -hmm. Therefore, I am now going to allure her. Mm. I will lead her into the wilderness and speak tenderly to her. Wow, cut, cut. What do you tenderly. think? Tenderly. <laughs> <laughs> so now that you don't have everything, Gomer, mm -hmm. now that you don't have everything, Israel, now that, you know, uh, you have nothing to depend on, to hold on, so what do you have? It's now between you and I. It's just you and I, okay? And the Lord says, I will lead her to the wilderness. I mean, say it's, it's a place with nothing. Absolutely nothing. Just uh, the, the, the sun... Uh, a scorch, scorch. Uh, uh, scorching, the, scorching your in the desert. <laughs> yeah, in the desert and with 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 uh, snakes and whatever, snakes. crocodiles, <laughs> uh, lions. <laughs> but you know, but the Lord says, "I will lead her to the wilderness and speak tenderly, tenderly not harsh, not harsh, not harsh, tenderly to her." Verse fifteen. There I will give her back her vineyards. Uh -huh. so, and, then? and will make the valley of Akor a, a door, door of, of hope. hope. You see that? And then? There she will respond as in the days of her youth, mm -hmm. as in the day she came up out of Egypt. Can you imagine that? No matter how far... You know, the Bible, Hosea 11 says, the more I call my son, but the farther the he, sh my son uh, went. Uh, went away from me. But look at this. You see, uh, the Lord has a plan to restore us back. No matter how far you went away from God, He is going, He will surely come to rescue you. He will surely come to rescue you. Amen. Amen. Okay, so um, verse 16. In that day, De declares the Lord, you will call me my husband. You will no longer call me my master. Mm. 17. I will remove the names of the Baals from her lips. No longer will their names be invoked. Mm -hmm. In that day, I will make a covenant for them with the beasts of the field, the birds in the sky, and the creatures that move along the ground. Mm -hmm. Bow and sword and battle I will abolish from the land, so that all may lie down in safety. Mm. I will betroth you mm. to me forever. 
I will betroth you in righteousness and justice, in love and compassion. I will betroth you in faithfulness and you will acknowledge the Lord. So you will be, uh, you know, uh, pledged to be married with God. Okay? God will cause it. So, thing, my friend, is um, remember uh, the names of the children of Hosea to, to, to teach. To it's like a reminder. Yes, the children of Israel of that this is what's going to happen to you, okay, because this is what you did. Mm. So, this, this, this will happen to you. This is what I will do. I will not uh, love you. I will not call you my people. But then, I, but then he, he ends up giving them message of hope and restoration. And this uh, scriptures that we just read uh, tells us that this is what God will do. He said, I, I, I will bring back her vineyards, you know, uh, door of hope. Uh, she will respond and etc., etc. Amazing God. Brings restoration. Brings restoration. And uh, you will be safe in the land. Amen? Mm. Uh, amazing. So this is what God did to Israel. And so for the people to understand this kind of love of God to his people, he told Hosea something. Mm -hmm. That concludes the drama during their time. There was no Hollywood or Bollywood telenovela or telenovela. Or Korea, Korean what? Uh, yeah, the series. No, 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 no Netflix. No <laughs> things like that. No, no Hamida. What, what, whatever. <laughs> okay, I mean, was that? Is that correct? No, it, it's. I mean, to say the drama thing. You know, the, you don't, you don't watch those movies. You there, there was no movies like that before. But they're watching uh, the the drama happening live. Real time during their time, through the marriage of Jose uh, and, and Gomer. So now the concluding portion, the concluding portion of the movie that they're watching, okay, uh, is we can read in Hosea chapter three verses one to three. Okay, look at what God uh, said. said to uh, Hosea. Can you read the that? The Lord said to me. Go show your love to your wife again, though she is loved by another man and is an adulteress. Love her as the Lord loves the Israelites, though they turn to other gods and love the sacred raisin cakes. So I bought her for 15 shekels of silver and about a homer and a letek of barley. Then I told her, you are to live with me many days. You must not be a prostitute or be intimate with any man. And I will behave the same way toward you. And I will behave the same way. <laughs> so, you see, Hosea bought her back. Hosea redeemed her. Mm. So how can Hosea buy her wife? Because she was sold in the market. She was a commodity at the time, you know, a property of someone. She, I mean, she is really, you know, a, like a product, a, a thing, okay? No, no longer, it's like, it's not, 
human. You know, it's inhuman to be sold as a slave. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's very degrading. Your value is like a loaf of bread, something like that. That you know, somebody will sell a bread outside. So her life was being reduced at the time. Yes, her life was like reduced to nothing. From a donya, from a someone who is extravagant, extravagant, living. Yeah. You, you see, my friend. Even though Gomer was no longer lovable, okay. God told Hosea, go show your love to your wife again. When the word, the word again means Hosea stopped loving her. Yeah. Because God stopped loving Israel, Israel at that time. There was a time, not forever, just a short time for them to realize something. Because at that time, God was also stripping Israel of the, uh, the, the benefits of the things that could mm. blind them. From the truth, from what they have done before God, from realizing, uh, you know, the 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 sin of uh, unfaithfulness. Okay, so when God removed all of those things that you know that uh, were blinding them, the the pleasures of the world, the the things of this world, the treasure, all of those things, now what they have is God, only. Yeah, I just imagine maybe at this time. Uh, when uh, Gomer was uh, being uh, sold or was being auctioned. Auctioned. That's the right, right word. Okay. Uh, maybe she's not sexy anymore. She's not beautiful with uh-huh. all the kulubot. Uh-huh. And then there's no jewelries and fine linen to that, adore yes. uh, her. It was strip of her. That's right. And so... Uh, same with Israel. Murag na pasagdan siya sa gipasagdan for a while, mm. no ni Lord mm-hmm. Israel at the time. Mm-hmm. And that, uh, as you have said, Hosea was told to uh, show his love again to mm-hmm. his wife, and so the Lord also did that. He mm. showed mercy, he showed love, compassion to uh, his people, mm. and then they are. Uh, uh, and the Hosea bought her wife again yes. for mahal na siguro 15, itong 15 shekels. shekels no? how mu- how, I don't how know much the conversion. Like, I think, I think one shekel in Israel is 20 pesos in our ano, currency. Uh, but, but anyway, the point is, uh, I at think. At that time, I think. I think this is all that Hosea have. That Hosea have saved. His savings. Yes, that's that's and his a savings. And a of, uh, barley. barley. So you see, so I think it's, it's a it's, lot it's, somehow. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. Whatever that is. Because maybe it was at that time as Gomer was being auctioned, maybe some would uh, place their bid, bid mm-hmm. you know, at let's say only one shekel uh. or two shekels. And then, but when we watch the movie Amazing Love, it's the love story of of, whom, uh, of Hosea and Gomer. God in um, Israel, okay. Yes. Uh, at that time, uh, some were bidding one or two shekels only, not beyond that. And, and then Hosea, here comes Hosea bringing all his uh, savings, uh, 15 <laughs> shekels. That's right. So, ing ani ka mahal or kabugat or valuable uh, si Gomer sa 
kay Hosea. Yes. So thus, uh, the God. people also to yes. God. So God sent His Son. Okay. God gave God His life. The Lord Jesus Christ gave His life so he can, we, we can be saved. Amen. The to same way us. to redeem us. But can you imagine how Gomer, you know, was... Uh, would feel. <laughs> yeah. Would feel, I mean, what kind of love is this? Mm-hmm. But for Hosea, you know, he can say, this is unfair. You know, you know the thing about Hosea, Hosea, he's so obedient to God. He never questioned God, why should he marry a, you know, a Lord, could you do that to another peop, uh, uh, person and not to me? But you see, he was obedient to God. So were, were there any options for Hosea at that None? time? <laughs> but I see Hosea that he really loves God. That I believe God called him, God chose him. To be one of the prophets because he is a person who loves God. Mm. He will, and God knows that he is going to obey him, okay, no matter what he will tell him. And that is why uh, the, the life of Hosea became the main drama for people to watch during that time, okay? And so Hosea bought her wife back and that's amazing love amen and we see god's uh stubborn love this is how much god loves us friend this is only as far as our limited mind can understand but if we only have a mind that is you know if our finite. mind is like god finite finite uh, i mean it, it, if our, we have an infinite mind, then we can probably grasp the kind of love that God has for us. Mm. But with this limited mind of ours, okay, finite, finite mind, you know, it's already overwhelming for us to, you know, meditate or contemplate on this kind of love. Friend, if God is calling you, if you can identify with the life of Gomer, you know, she was really an adulterous woman. She was really uh, unfaithful. And guess what? God's love is there. He loves us. You cannot, you cannot push back uh, God's love. You, know, you, know, you cannot drive God's love away. Mm. You cannot do that. Because no matter how much you try to run away from God, His love will chase you and He will find you. Amen? Amen. And so, remember this. Do not be discouraged. Do not... Uh, um, don't uh, think that uh, you are uh, unsavable. <laughs> Unlovable. Unlovable. You know... Uh, don't lose hope. Don't, yes. Don't lose hope. Because the truth is, no one can fathom the love of God towards His people. That's why we said, if you want to find the word for loyalty, 
the exact word for loyalty. That's why we said it's difficult to define loyalty. You know why it's really difficult? We have come up to definition number 14, up to 14. But actually, that word loyalty is still hard to define in words. That's why it's not common uh, topic. It's uh, a very broad word. Why? Because comprises a lot of like love, commitment, uh, yeah, faithfulness. Traits. So much features yes. attached to it. You know why? Because the complete picture of loyalty is God himself. Amen. If you cannot understand the fullness of God, how can you understand his loyalty? So the question is, how loyal is God to us? 100. Very, very. Very loyal. It's not just 100%. <laughs> Maybe a thousand and more percent. <laughs> it's, it's unthinkable. You know, think about that. That's why the song is correct when it says, Think about His love. Think about His goodness. Think about His grace that brought us through. For as high as the heavens above, so great is the measure of our Father's love. Great is the measure of our Father's love. Why don't you guys join us here? Can we sing this song? Do you have? Yeah. Okay, okay. So let's sing it together then. Even uh, the, the stanza. Okay, go. Even when I've strayed away, His love has sought me out and found me. He satisfies, He satisfies, He satisfies my desire. Great is the measure of our Father's love. Great is the measure of our Father's love. Thank you very much, friends. Thank you for joining us today. We hope that you're blessed with the message and the story of Hosea and Gomer, that you're blessed with the story of God and Israel. And once again, uh, uh, loyalty is absolutely relational okay it's relational and you heard the story of Hosea and Gomer and also God's love cultivates loyalty that's why the more we encourage you to be loyal uh, intimate with God amen the, 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 the closer you get to God the, the more you become or the more you will be influenced with his love and loyalty and uh Again, for the married people, no offense for those who experience uh, uh, divorce and annulment and separation, things like that. Well, Israel went through that also. Okay? It's like 
God and Israel was divorced for a short time, but you know, there is a way if you want to follow God just like Hosea followed God, then let it be. Yeah. It's for, amazing. Yeah, for those who are separated. Yes. Um I think um as what uh, we have read a while ago that God said to Gomer, call me your husband. Yes. So I think God is your husband. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So all to all the husbands and all the wives that are listening, so I want to read to you point number 13. It says, The person of loyal love will keep his or her promise of love, okay, uh, no matter how hard the situation may be. So, okay, the Bible says, uh, 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 except for marital unfaithfulness, the divorce thing, but that's what happened to, to the life story of uh, God and Israel, Hosea and Gomer. But then in the end, there was a happy ending, right? Yeah. There was restoration. Uh, I'm happy with my grandfather who was a mayor three terms. And um, uh, most of my family, mother's side, father's side, were in politics. Uh, but then uh, with my grandfather, um, they were separated. But, you know, before their life ended, uh, by God's grace, I was able to lead also my grandfather to Jesus. Okay. And then, you know, their relationship were... They were, they were restored. Restored. Okay, same story. So I, I understand how it felt and the effect on us to see our grandparents restored. Okay, so friends, uh, why am I saying this? Okay, so the point, point number 13 and last point, the last point is this. To forgive someone's disloyalty is the hardest thing to do. And the act of betrayal by someone close to you or a relative or, or a best friend or, or a spouse, spouse okay, is the most painful of disloyalties. But again, let's look to the standard. God's standard, not ours. So we can ask the grace of God because if God granted Hosea the grace, you mentioned to me what kind of grace, much grace, you said? from God for him to be able to love and redeem her wife back you see um, that's the love of God that's the love of God it's never ending that's the love of God always forgiving He's always there. He never fails. All He will do is love forever. And He loves to share. That's the love of God. That's why the Bible says His love endures forever. Amen. There is forever. Merong forever. Amen. In the Lord. That's it for today's episode. Thank you for joining us. Keep in touch with us via Facebook. Go to facebook.com slash mfcdvo or search for Maranatha Family Church Davao on Facebook where we also stream our church service. 
Again, that's facebook.com slash mfcdvo. We hope to see you there. God bless.